Okay. I called Neil and asked him for a few hundred thousand the other day. How'd that conversation go? I told him I think about it. He didn't have no. He didn't have nothing. No details or nothing like that. <laughs> let me ask. The, let me tell you the question. The question was like, "Hey, Neo, how many hundreds of thousands do you have to invest in something that makes sense?" <laughs> how many people you call with that? Oh, just you. <laughs> this guy always tried me first. No, I remember his first set, event, no. bro. You got sixty k this three years ago for a sponsorship. I'm like, for what? I don't know yet, but we'll figure it out. <laughs> Welcome to another edition of Social Brew Podcast. <laughs> we are here. Donnie needs lotion. Neo is fresh. <laughs> I feel like a champion. And I don't owe Donnie any money because I went to the gym not twice, but three times this week. Yes, sir. However, I saw no proof of it. So. What do you mean? So, so it's possibility yeah, that he didn't go. The, the stipulation wasn't I had to make a video and send a report. It actually But you're was a content creator. You always do that. Why, why wouldn't you? I went yesterday. I went the day before yesterday. So, what about last week? I went twice. I went twice last week. I went twice last week. Okay, I'll yeah. take your word for it, but it was actually a stipulation. I don't think it was a stipulation. It was because I had. No, you were saying if I had, if I did it in the house, then Dre got to send me a video. I'm like, I'm not going through all that. Anyway, he's supposed to pay me five thousand dollars. I said a mm. thousand. If I don't go to the gym twice a week, and we're doing it for how long? Ninety days. Ninety days. Mm-hmm. Yeah, twice twice a week. I don't th- I think he could do that. Twice a week, absolutely. Yeah. There's no too. challenge in it at all, Neil. Y'all should try the 75 hard. No, what's that? I know exactly what yeah, that that's is. That's Andy Frisella joint. You got to work out twice a day. One got to be outside. Drink a bottle of water. I mean, drink a gallon of water every day and read ten pages. You, you doing it? No, I have not. You want to do it? Why don't one of them have to be cardio? Yeah. So why don't we do it? And here's the thing. If you skip a day, if you're 45 days in and you miss a day, you have to start back over at one. Here's so Neil's hard, not going to no. take that. <laughs> you're right. Neil is <laughs> Neil. Maybe. And it's crazy because he's a really successful entrepreneur, but he's not disciplined at all. Mm, I I'm disciplined. And what? I'm disciplined. Are you just not disciplined? I'm working out. No, I'm yeah, not I'm saying out. health. You're not disciplined. What do you? Okay, what do you disciplined? I stopped eating. Uh, I don't eat no more red meat or no fish no more. How long you been doing it? Been a while. Like how long? It's been. So I did Bobby's detox for 42 days. I stopped. You didn't do Bobby's detox for 42 he days. He did actually. I did, bro. He did not. He okay. did, but I I did. You see told you me you stopped drinking the drink. I stopped drink, but I that's continued. the detox. Well. The whole detox is drinking no, the and drinking. You drink, did that for like a the few days. The whole detox is to not be plant based. No, the detox is to drink the tea. That's the David main part. David does of have it. a point. You were yeah. supposed to drink he the tea. But here's the thing: but I, I, like stop, but I still stop eating meat and fish, bro. That's important. I I remember seeing you have a little piece of lamb chop. At, no, I didn't. At your birthday. I did not. At your birthday party. I did not. I Neo, wanted to. I did not. You absolutely. I had promise a you, piece. gave me a vegan meal. You had a little piece of on lamb my chops. on God. I did not have no lamb chops. Bad as I wanted them, trust me. I heard him salivating over a little piece of lamb chop. Yo, did y'all had a salad with the with the double uh, dressing? Yeah, that's yes. crazy. Yes, it was amazing. Oh my god! Yeah. How long did you do the drink though? I did the drink for about four or five days because I I traveled too much. But the drink goes with you. You yeah, just need water. No, my my wife or my mom there, they make it. I don't, you know, I don't do, I don't know how to concoct the, nothing. The up. lack of discipline that you're yeah, talking yeah, about. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You know what Neo really is? He's disciplined at delegation, for sure. 
Oh yeah, 100%. I got that down. 100%. You got that down. Yeah. <laughs> right, I got that down for sure. Yeah, we we do got to discuss uh, Neo's gathering at his house, which mm-hmm. I thought was amazing. Was it Appreciate a gathering? You. I feel like it was an extravaganza. It was an extravaganza. He for had sure people dancing in bubbles on top of the pool. <laughs> Floating in a bubble on top of the pool. Yeah, that was crazy. Yeah, and these weren't nice. just like come through and come dance if you can just get in this bubble and stay on top of yeah. the water. These were professionals. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So like strippers, kind of just they just <laughs> not strippers though. A little kind of. No, these weren't strippers. These were adult dancers, but they were fully clothed. Right. I'm these... saying just instead of stripping. No, th- no, Shans. These were these were ladies that had a skill set that just liked to dance in bikinis. Um, they weren't stripping. First of all, like let's you. start at the beginning. Okay, so... Yeah, t- walk me through your experience. I'm going to walk you through my experience. So, Neo sends the text message mm-hmm. out for the party. RSVP. RSVP. A couple days before the party, I get another text message that says, there's not any room to park at the venue. Everybody must take an Uber. Mm-hmm. Get, a, get an Uber. Okay. So, I arrive. I'm in a black car, and I arrive, and I'm feeling really, you know, to-do because it's an all-black party, mm-hmm. and all these black cars are pulling up. But I notice as I'm pulling in the driveway that, oh, there are some vehicles here. I, I drove. These aren't all Neo's vehicles. These are some vehicles. So... Upon entry, I get out of the vehicle and there's paparazzi everywhere. There's like red carpet and everybody's like, Donnie, Donnie, over here, over here. Drew's out there. Oh, my God. Don- oh, my God. It's Donnie, right? Wasn't nobody doing so, all that. Drew probably saw you like, hey, Donnie, <laughs> let me take a picture of you. Like, all right. So, you know, I walk in and there's a table to check in and the young lady is like, oh, Donnie, we got you. And I walk in and there's like this whole big thing. I noticed Pushman Mitch's car is sitting outside. So I said, Mitch, you just disrespected Neil's text message like that? And you drove? And he was like, no. He specifically said, feel free to drive your exotic and park it in the driveway. Oh. <laughs> you just didn't qualify. For I didn't that qualify time. for that text. Uh. So there were two text messages. There were two types of invitations. Mm-hmm. One, you had to get a car because you ain't messing up our, our feng shui. <laughs> right? The video is going to video. Walk in, though, and there are immediately, you know how you go to the resort out of the country and they're waiting with the champagne for you? So when you walk into this mansion that Neo owns, from the front door, you can see through the back with the pool and the deck, and it's just gorgeous. It looks like a resort. And there are the ladies there who are standing with some champagne, like champagne or juice. (laughs) Take one of each. Let's make a mimosa out of this. You gotta paint a picture. I feel like I'm there. Yes, yes. Um, there's there's that, and then there's like music. There's a live band playing afar in the corner, and you know, it felt like they were engaging and really inviting. And everybody is just like, hello. There was like an assembly line of greeters. You're walking through and you're feeling like you're backstage at the Grammys or something. It's like, hello, hello, Donnie. Oh, we'll have you outside. Donnie, can I escort you outside? Like, took me outside onto the onto the back patio. I can't even call it a back patio. It's not a backyard. It's a deck of fabulousness and luxury. Mm-hmm. We go outside and there's dancers just kind of on the dry ground, just dancing and doing their thing. And there's a bunch of black entrepreneurs, like multimillionaires, just mingling and mixing, mixing in excellence. Like, who's who? It, it's the who's yeah, who, sure. not even just from Atlanta. Like people took planes to get here. It's the who's who 
of our generation right now in this space and people are just mixing and mingling. And then, you know, there's like somebody scoots a chair up under me. Hey, do your feet hurt? Oh, I wouldn't mind a seat. Thank you. <laughs> somebody literally scoots a chair. I put a drink down. They pick the cup up. Another drink is coming. Like they can just see what I'm drinking. The hors d'oeuvres begin to to travel through the room. It's hors d'oeuvres. The hors d'oeuvres. Hors d'oeuvres. Or like you've been somewhere, dying. The pre-food. <laughs> <laughs> the handheld appetizers. The handheld apps. <laughs> the, the tapas. Yo, yo, <laughs> they begin crazy. to travel through the room, and it's like, I feel like I'm at a resort all mm. over again. I feel like I'm at a high-level, like, award ceremony, and this food is just traveling through, and there's all kinds. And, and Neo didn't skimp out on the food, right? Mm. There's seafood, and there's lamb chops, and there's salad, but not just the salad, because, you know, you'll you'll go to the hotel and get the salad, and yeah. it'd just be like some iceberg lettuce with right. a tomato and a little... Italian dressing, right? <laughs> this was the salad of all salads. The chef comes out to ensure that we're enjoying the entrees. And oh, yeah. It was just an amazing Shout experience. Yeah, and we hadn't even gotten to the party crazy. yet. I don't even know. Like, the music is musicking, but we're not even at the party yet. Yeah. Like, we're not We're not going to... I don't Y'all even have crazy. enough time. This whole episode could be about yeah, it. But I'm talking about, like, Neo coming down the stairs and smoke just coming out of the floor. <laughs> there was smoke, my boy. There was smoke. Yeah. I'm talking mm-hmm. about... Name cards and seating seating charts. I'm talking yeah. about two rooms filled with guests. He had a, a roast party. Uh, it was just was crazy. Neo, you out did, if you don't know how to do anything else, mm-hmm. you know how to put on an event. That's Thank a you. Fact. I appreciate that. Yeah. yeah. I, I, like you. what what made you go that big for your birthday? Well, one, I wanted to you know, gather people. Um I don't know. I'm like 36. I told you my mom was terribly sick. It's just a lot happening. I'm like, man, I don't know. I lo- life is happening. Life is life for people. Mm. So I'm like, I want to just have a good time, bring some friends out. It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of black stories, black truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. 
All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. And it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. Just have a good experience. And I want them to enjoy themselves. Like yeah. I want you to remember, like, y'all had a good time here. Was there a strategy behind it? No. Really, just get not some good all. people. Well, one, Neil, you are too strategic. There to was not no have a pitch at the end of the night. I stayed at the end just to make sure. Like I didn't want to miss the pitch. Like how do you pitch on your birthday? I'm yeah. looking for the nonprofit, the yeah. something. Yeah. There was no pitch. I purposely did that. I said I'm not going to ask for anything. You thought about it though. I did think. I thought it was a good room to. I could definitely make an offer for yeah. something <laughs> for our organization for yeah. for something that we're doing. We got we about to do the kid thing too. So. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What came out of it though? Uh, I don't know. Did you make any new connections? Did I make any new or build deepen a relationship with somebody? This uh, with your wife mostly though. Yeah, I was with my wife. No, I I did I did make some. Yeah, I got some game. Got some. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the whole point. I want you to remember, like, yo, I had a good time. Or when I invite you to something in the future, I'm like, yo, I'm gonna make sure, make sure I come. Yeah. Gotcha. And I made money that day. I had to sell that day, so it was a lot better when I that night. You know, I'm like, that thing was free. Right. You make the sale, and then I made a sale show. to the public. Right. But I'm saying after you, like, I'm sure sales came in that night when everybody. Yeah, that's a good strategy. Yeah. Like when you, I believe on your birthday, if you're having something, your stories are already increasing, the motivation is already increasing. People want in on that. So yeah. I do. I've been. That's how I did my wife car. I do that with a lot of things, but that wasn't my initial strategy. Good, I just good. wanted to create a dope experience and people could rock out. And there was a lot of people who were current partners, future partners. So just put you in a room. And mm. I'm learning for me, like, I want to actually hang out with somebody before we go into business. For me, yeah. I think it's just a little bit better for me than just let's randomly Bro, run a I bag just up. proposed that to you about the situation we talked yesterday. And you said you didn't want to do it. Which which one? We, Me and Neo was just, just going to call it Lil Cap, okay? I'm in my M500 bag. So, that door randomly opened? Mm -hmm. Oh, I didn't see nobody behind it. That was crazy. <laughs> so, remember, I was like, yo, we, we were talking about doing a a um, a partnership with somebody. Yeah. Me, Neil, and this person. 
And I'm like, Neo, let's set up a lunch. Let's get together and break bread. That, that's not random though. That that's already that's that's my guy already. That's not a that's like a bet. Let's but do that. I don't know the person. I get it. So I understood. But I'm just saying it's easy. It don't have you don't even gotta go go that far. But yes, for you, but that's not that's not your requirement. That's just right. something I like. You don't mm, you'll go run a bag point. up with somebody you just met them. Bet you wanna do something? Let's do it. I do. But sometimes it's when it's important. I like to get to know the person and yeah. like, you know yeah. what I mean? I've yeah. never seen you have to get to know the person. Exactly. First. What you mean? Ever. That boy wants some bread. You got some bread for me? Let's Brittany, do it. Brittany, when we were it. talking about the meeting, it was my idea. Let's go sit down. Let's have a let's have a lunch. We went to lunch to talk about it. That's no. But you know her no. already. That's a different yeah. story, man. She comes we there. I see her every time I business. come here. We didn't just go hang out. We went specifically to discuss business. I'm talking about that event. There were people in the room that I haven't done business with yet. Mm -hmm. I just wanted to hang out, come in our room, come in our world. Let's vibe Mm -hmm. or not vibe. You know, Mm -hmm. it may not because I'm I'm learning. It seemed like for me, a partnership is better when you you're actually friends or you like kicking it with a person. Versus, let's just run a bag up and you're not really friends. That's true. I feel for me. I agree. I, I want to know um, now specifically your strategy because last few years you've been like really consistent. Um, seven, what did you do, eight last year? Eight figures? Yeah, something like that. Yeah. That's what's up, Neo? Yeah. did. I, 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 I did something where I acknowledged Neo for something not too long ago and I'm like, seven figure entrepreneur. He's at like, I'm sorry, event. excuse me. It was at the event? Yeah, at, at like, the um. Conference at the conference, at. Yeah. yeah. I'm like seven figure CEO. I'm on stage talking, and he's like, I'm sorry, Donnie, I don't mean to interrupt, but eight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. all right, that's lit, yeah, man. Flex. So, between and it ain't a just barely made, eight. no, no, it's, yeah. it's just getting there, you know, what I mean? <laughs> it just, ain't a just barely made it. But, but go ahead. between last year and this year, I think me personally, I've seen a difference in strategy. And I want to know, is there a difference in strategy? Are you are you moving away from what worked already? Are you leaning into something? Or um, between last year and this year, what's changing in your mind? Um, that's a good question. So for me, I am exploring new opportunities and really more partnerships, honestly, just because I'm learning a lot of things that I got going on that can work well for me. They could work well for someone else at a faster pace because mm-hmm. I spend a lot of time doing it. So I can employ something on, just say you, I'm making this up, that can work really quick, and I make money off of helping you do that. What do you too. mean? So just say, so I'll say, I'll just use Tevin in my mastermind, right? I'll use T-Walk. So he had a lot going on. Like he was super consistent, super work hard. But he didn't have systems. He didn't have a funnel. He, so was able to do that automatically, and it took him over to 100 k a month consistently. In addition to that, taking him there, grew his following from 70 k to 250 k But I'm saying I'm trying to do – I'm doing that with businesses, essentially, You get if that makes sense. Got it. So instead of – Not just of, only myself. How can I employ uh, deploy what we're doing for myself to others in similar industries. Got it. Has, has your strategy changed at all? So hold on. You've basically been going in with these entrepreneurs or business owners and saying, we'll help you get all your systems in place. Are you charging them up front or are you taking equity in the business? Uh, 
it depends on the situation, but sometimes both. But mm-hmm. it really depends on the situation. It depends on what they got going on, where they're at. And I can't take everybody, so it got to be very specific. I'm looking for a specific criteria mm-hmm. um, for it to make sense. But I'll I'll do the charge up front and equity, or mm-hmm. I'll just do the equity if I truly believe in it. Like, oh, we could really make this thing work. Mm-hmm. Okay. I called Neil and asked him for a few hundred thousand the other day. How'd that conversation go? I told him I think about it. He didn't have no. He didn't have nothing. No details or nothing like that. <laughs> let me ask. The, let me tell you the question. The question was like, "Hey, Neo, how many hundreds of thousands do you have to invest in something that makes sense?" <laughs> how many people you call with that? It's just you. <laughs> this guy always tried me first. No, I remember his first event, no. bro. You got sixty k this three years ago for a sponsorship. I'm like, for what? I don't know yet, but it, we'll figure it out. <laughs> I just want to just know. What we can I'm keep checking the reserve. polls to see where you're at with investments. So I'll make it make sense. You're actually the second person. Okay. Who's the first person? Uh, Marvin. What'd he say? He was like, I'm with it. Yeah. Marvin is always with it. Yeah, for mm-hmm. sure. You too, though. Yeah. yeah. I just mm-hmm. want things that could grow my money a bit aggressive. Mm-hmm. That works. That works. <laughs> okay. Yes. Nah, but just, just tuck away 400 for me. No, you just said 200. Now you're saying No, 400. I said a... You told me what you five. totally needed, so you want no, me to give the, the should, lion's share? You should just put away 500 Now, f- no, I ain't fooling with y'all, just, too. No, 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 no. You I should put fooling. away 5 but you might only need to invest 2 Yeah, just hold it Just hold it down. Is, is, is your strategy changing from last uh, year? Not necessarily my strategy, but more so my day-to-day. So I am back in my business. I honestly believe that I stepped away from very important components way too soon. Mm. Um, I think, you know, I grew to seven figures pretty quickly in essence, right, with this group of offerings that I have. And I think one of the things that happened um, for me is like, okay, now I have the money to hire all this team to do X, Y, and Z. And you start relying on everybody else to kind of run your business. And I think when you establish that level of success, it's up to you to stay even more disciplined and more focused. Not to say that I was like not in my business because I was being irresponsible and work and, and, and tracking it. Well, I was doing that, um, but not working in my business. I just started to work in other areas that weren't the priority. Mm. And I feel like if I had kept my foot on the gas of what I had done to get to that seven, I may have been able to get to eight. Who knows? Right. Mm. But I am noticing that um, this year specifically, things have changed in the coaching space, in the course space. Things have changed significantly. And I am back in my business, meaning I am back, you know, taking sales calls. I am back monitoring and, and checking the temperature of people. I'm back reaching out and checking up on updates and, and status checks and things like that. I'm paying more attention mm-hmm. to my business for sure. Right. So I agree. I've, um, what about you? I'm, I'm thinking more one collaborative two just bigger, but yeah, things have changed. I mean, in terms of, and I don't think it's, it's, uh, I think the buying habits of people will change because they realize their buying habits, especially for courses and coaches course. When's, when's the first time y'all bought a course? Hey, y'all, I ain't going to lie, man. They sent me this Yuffie lock. Think about being on the couch. Someone rings the doorbell. Your child left their key 
at school and they need you to get off the couch to open the door. Well, you don't have to do it anymore with this Eufy lock. You can open, unlock, see who's at the door all on your phone. It's super easy to install. You can set up with just a Phillips screwdriver, no drilling required. It's keyless entry. So it's no more fumbling for your keys when your hands are full coming from the grocery store. 0.3 second fingerprint recognition. Listen, you put your fingerprint on there, you don't have, even if you got you got your bags, you put one finger out there, boop, you get to unlock your door that way. No battery anxiety. You don't have to worry about the battery dying. Quick charging, it's incredible. Also, passcode unlocking and remote control with a 2K clear sight camera so you can see who's at the front door. You're in control anywhere from the app. Enhanced night vision. It's absolutely incredible. No monthly fee either. So unlike other brands that charge a monthly fee, you have you have uh, recordings locally, and you don't have to pay for the storage. Customer support is on 10. Listen, Eufy is on standby for you 24-7, so you can enjoy a worry-free experience with an 18-month warranty, all backed by our professional customer service team. Listen, you can contact them anytime, telephone, email, or live chat. Okay, listen, you need this Eufy lock. You need to look it up. All you have to do is go to the official website, Eufy, E-U-F-Y dot com. I just ordered mine, okay? I love this product. It is incredible. It's a game changer. It makes life so much easier, right? So if you have a video doorbell already or any smart lock, it's, it's, it's time to replace it. It's time to replace it. So listen, search Eufy. E-U-F-Y, video lock. Search Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y, video lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock to see how you can gain complete control of your door. Okay? You can get a complete control of your front door, your life, back door. Incredible. Okay? So search Eufy, E-U-F-Y, video lock, or visit eufyofficial.com forward slash video lock. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Just shout it out. First the time. first time you bought a course. 2014. About 2014? 2016? Who else? Probably 2020, two years ago. Anybody else? About two years? So most of the people, their first time buying a course is like 2020. 2019. 2018 would be a stretch. But it wasn't as prevalent. But now, because... The, the the speed of all these courses coming out, and that is the way that we learn. People have taken so many courses, didn't realize, wow, I don't even watch them. How many people didn't watch a course? Like you bought it, but you you didn't really get through it. How many people have a I've course that you bought through through you've never any finished? Course. Only 7%, 7% of people who purchase courses complete them. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. So, so I'm saying now people know that about themselves, so they're a little more apprehensive. Yeah. Or first time somebody hired a coach was probably 2019, 2020 or whatever, right? One, there's more money we have to invest. But two, 
you had to, you got a chance to experience you not doing what the coach says, or you just not feeling that particular coach. So people are a little more apprehensive. So I think we have to try a little harder to prove ourselves for someone to invest in a coach these days. Yeah. yeah that, that's where the marketing come in place, putting yourself like <clears throat> you can't take off. Now people are taking, they don't have no content team. They ain't mm-hmm. putting out no con cause it costs. So whoever could, I feel like could test the time in this next year, like they'll come out. Well, doing better than others. What do we got to do? I mean, one, you got to keep putting out content for sure. I think, I think content is like the life It's like an engine right now. You got to, it's almost like if you're not seen in this world, it's like you ain't doing it. Like if, if you go disappear for six months, they just think you fell off. So you just got to keep putting out content and I mean, keep making offers. Like you got to keep creating opportunities for people to buy whatever it is that you're offering, whatever type of businesses that you're doing. And you got to keep getting better. Like you, you got to still be learning, adding to your learning base, becoming more skilled. Really. That's like, you can't get slack right now. While others are slacking, you need to be doubling down on new information. I think now more than ever is a time that we have to stand out. And doubling down and having your information together is a great point of difference. I think that's what's always worked for me. Like I can stand in a room and have business conversations on many levels when other people would shrink. You can, you can, right? Um, But I think also more than making the offers, very important to do so. I think now we have to condition the consumer. Like we have to really focus on mindset development, personal development, getting back into that space. So I start thinking about like I purchased my first course back in 2012. I invested in my first coach back in 2014. So what made Donnie Wiggins feel like that needed to happen to reach my level of success? And I know around 2011, I started to get really, really dialed in on personal development. I I identified a distant mentor like the Bob Proctors and the Jim Rohns, the David and Manitiers. I had I had distant and in-person mentors that really they never really taught me how to do a particular skill. They taught me how to think. They taught me how to be critical. They taught me why I needed a particular thing. And so my thirst for developing a skill set grew because my mindset expanded. And so when I think about going back to those basics, I'm like, that's the key. There's so many people who are selling, 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 but then you're getting all these people who are buying and not finishing to completion. So I said earlier that 7% of people statistically finish a course. In my, in my program, uh, 83% of people finished my program. Oh, wow. And I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I condition so deeply the mindset, why you need this, why you're suffering, how life can look, your level of belief, your level of discipline, your habits. Um, those things are really overlooked by most marketers. And I think we got to get back to that. Yeah. Personal development is definitely going to be key. I said I wasn't going to tell Donnie this, but never mind. I'm not going to tell her. Go ahead, tell her. Wait, no, I'm cool. Tell me. No, tell me. It's okay. Throw your little shot. It wasn't really a shot. Uh, Let's just move on. I'll tell you later. If I can think about it. Okay, remember, put a pin in that. What areas do you need to improve on? Because I'm I'm seeing, and I'm adopting what you're doing. Last year, you wasn't doing every single week a webinar or something like that, right? Mm -hmm. You're doing that now, right? Well, not... Well, I, I started back in, like, November doing it every single week. Yeah. yeah. When did you do it? You did it for two years or something like yeah, that? Yeah, probably a year and a half before that. What year was that? I don't know. 
it was before 2020. Yeah. Well, yeah. Yep. So why are you jumping it back into it now? Well, <clears throat> a couple reasons. One, I kept hearing a lot of my guys like, oh, we're crushing it. And I took off from them. I'm like, oh, let me, y- y- y'all crushing this thing? Oh, let me go, let me go back in here. Um, There's a pattern here too. Yeah. You were the first person I knew like really going into the podcast and then you stopped yeah. and now you jumped back into it. Yeah. One of the first people I knew doing webinars every single, what, every week for like two years. Yeah. A hundred and something episodes in a row, and then you stopped, and then now I'm seeing mad people crushing the webinar space. I think I didn't, I didn't, I didn't have a when I had the podcast, I didn't have a coach or didn't really know how important it was. Mm. The webinar really just got burnt out. You do that every year, every week for a year and a half, two years straight. It's like crap. This thing is burning. It will burn you out for me anyway. I don't know about anybody else. Mm-hmm. Um, and but the podcast, I wish I didn't stop. But I didn't have nobody to let me know how important it is. I didn't pick up the 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 pandemic run. Like it's just a lot of things. I feel like I was just wrong timing mm. for my you, podcast. Mm-hmm. You were the wrong timing back then. Yeah, I think so. Meaning, mm, when I him. say it didn't blow he up, meaning wrong. it didn't blow up. I feel like it wasn't. It was still new. I feel like I don't know. Podcasting is still new, really. Yeah, it's fresh. But it's not new. It's old, really. People have been doing this for, yeah. what, 15, 14 years now? Yeah, but that's relatively new. You know what I mean? A 14-year-old industry, that's not, yeah. you know, that's 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 pretty new. But I think the the objective, this is why I'm, this is why I push, like, podcasting so much. Because we had a spike in podcasting 2020, and, and it hasn't, it hasn't uh, declined it's just not growing as fast, but I think listenership is growing. But I believe that there will be another spike, right? But the people that enjoy that spike will be the people that have been consistently going. I was, and I'm gonna mess up this stat, but it was like it's only like a few days out of the year that if you miss in the in the market, like your money invested in the market, if you're not invested like these couple days, significant losses, mm. significant. Right. So you have to be in it for the whole year. You got to ride the ups and downs, but at the end, eventually it will work out. So I know I'm leaning more into the work because I think the pandemic 2020, 21, 22, it kind of made me lazy. I wouldn't even consider doing a webinar every week, but now that's how we're built uh, selling out this conference. So we're just leaning more into more content. I'm about dropping another podcast. I'm about to do two every week. Another, like another segment. Type of thing, whole another podcast. Got it. What's that one? From scratch. Well, this it's called built from scratch. No, nah, it's called podcast explained. Okay. And this I is like another it. thing, and I want to get you guys' opinion on. I I've been general entrepreneurship, success, growth, marketing, right? But what I'm seeing is when people really lock, lock into a specific lane, like a specific industry, specific genre. Mm-hmm you have the ability to take over that industry. So I'm seeing Alex, right? He's not talking about general success. It was trucking, trucking, trucking. Yep. Owns the industry, right? Mm-hmm. Trap has like one message, investing, investing. Yeah. He talks about his stuff around yeah. it, but his brand is this one specific thing. He has the ability to own the industry. Who else is doing what he's doing between him and Ian? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? If you have a specific lane, makes right? Sense. Look at Marcus's, uh, trajectory or growth, it was, yo, 
funding, capital, credit, credit yeah. funding, credit, funding, credit. That's what you're known for, right? So uh, we're just locking into podcasts. So the name of the podcast is called Podcast Explained. So it's just break down all things podcasting. All things podcasting, getting into people's numbers because you have no idea what people's downloads are because it's not public. You can see a YouTube video and maybe kind of gauge it, but this one young lady, she's getting like a 1,000 views on YouTube, but she's like number one in or between the top five in the education space of podcasting, meaning... So is it good to ask somebody before you get on somebody's podcast, send me what your your monthly downloads are? That'd be good. Yeah. That'd be good. Or per episode. Mm -hmm. But my point is, you can't... There's so much hidden in podcasting. And it's so new that if I give a philosophy, it's not going to contradict with somebody else because there's not a lot of people teaching, period. So Mm -hmm. I think just going deeper into a niche... That's what I'm going to be known. What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. Oh, wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you, rub shoulders with industry leaders and you got to network with the other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on social proof podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait 
Secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country. Join us July 4th and 5th in Atlanta. Let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality, y'all. Head over to podcastsummit.com. Use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal for versus entrepreneurship or just coaching or just mentoring you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so what are your thoughts i like it I like it very much, but I'm thinking back to in 2020 when I was saying a lot, like really honing into the coaching space, coaching space, coaching space, Mm -hmm. coaching space at that time. And your response was basically like, let's talk entrepreneurship, like entrepreneurship. No, that wasn't it. it. No, that didn't happen. That absolutely happened. No, you were talking about one-on-one coaching. Mm -mm. I was saying that I, I wanted to be sure that I didn't lose the fact that I am a coach and I wanted to focus on coaching, 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 coaching. I talk, I, like, I, like I always mindset. highlight you as as like the number one business coach. I we all look at you as a coach. Yeah, right? well, the same thing. We look at you as a as a as a podcast coach, right? Mm-hmm. But now you want to lean specifically into podcasting mm-hmm. as the lane. I'm happy you're doing it. That's my thought. Yes. You yes. Said I, are you saying I talked you out of coaching? Absolutely. You know you did. No, I didn't. No, 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 no. You didn't. I'm talk just me saying one on one. Still a coach, right? But you definitely, your message prior to this was definitely expand more out of this. Like, just talk to entrepreneurs. You're still a coach, but in a different way. I just love to see that you're leaning into a that. niche. I don't know about that. I don't think sure. that's true necessarily. It's, we did a whole episode about this. It's, Pull up the receipts. Did, did I tell her not to coach? I didn't you don't even know me. What are you talking about? To my side. <laughs> and Neo, are you going more events based, or are you still like what? Are, what? Are, what are you? I'm more general. More general. I mean, because it's I do event space. I do digital marketing. It's like I'm like I've been trying to figure which one do I don't do. I like mm. doing both of them. Do you do them both at the same level of excellence, or does one stand out a little bit more? I talk more about the event space stuff. Well. When I got back into the webinar now, I switched back to more event space. Last year was more on digital. Mm-hmm. It's very hard to do both of them. Yeah. Two things extremely well. It's, so mm-hmm. I like what you're saying. Yeah. But then when you think about earning your leisure, theirs is more general financial literacy that mm-hmm. talks on everything. So No, but that's financial literacy. It's still financial literacy. I mean, so, what you're doing is financial literacy. No, get, it's not. Well, I understand your point. Um Helping somebody develop their business and teaching them how to make money can lean into, can kind of scratch the surface of financial literacy. So, so you would say this podcast isn't financial literacy? No. I think so. I, th- I think that no. we have, I think that we teach financial literacy for sure. I think when we have conversations about what do we do with our money? How do we manage our money? How do we pay people? That's you definitely You have people on here literacy. that teach different things. Yeah. Right? Taxes th- and. Yes, but it's, it's still like more general. So earn your leisure. They are focused on the numbers, the money behind an industry or how money works or what's going on in the financial sector. Mm -hmm. They're teaching people about the economics of money specifically, right? 
Now, they might have somebody on there that does trucking, right? But they want to know the inner workings of the economy as a whole or something like that, right? Financial literacy is not what we do. We just teach entrepreneurship. And I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not the most financial literate person. I know how to make some money, and I can teach somebody else how to make some money. I can kind of teach you how to save it, but I don't really, like, Trap came on here and talked about the history of money. It was a dope episode we're going to release. We need to release that pretty soon. That was really good. But he went into, yo, it was so crazy, like, the history of money, Boston Tea Party, economics, where the dollar came from, why it was not backed by gold, when it stopped being backed by gold, what that means. That's financial literacy. I don't know none of that. That's financial expertise, for right. sure. But don't discount your ability to teach somebody how to make money and sharing what you do with it. That's also financial literacy. Yeah, We're not a financial literacy-based podcast. We're more so about business, but part of building a good business is adopting some financial literacy 100%, as well. 100%. Yeah, but like even if you were going into event spaces, like you were focused on how can I help people with their event space? Now you have to teach them how to market it, of course, but that wouldn't be necessarily, oh, I'm a marketer. I teach you how to do event space. So I think it's all about the creating the narrative in people's minds. Mm -hmm. And we quit so much. We start and stop and start and stop and start and stop, start and stop so much that nobody can say, oh, this person does that. Mm. but it's scary because you got to let something go that makes money. Yeah. It's scary. I mean, it's like for me, I'm in a space of personal development where I started and then business development. I really, really, really love personal development. I'm really, really great at business. I'm, I'm good at both, but I really, really, really love personal mm -hmm. development, that space. Yep. And I'm finding myself, kind of navigating back into that space where I'm leaning heavily on mindset and, you know, things like that and belief. But you got to be careful because if you do too much of that, then, you know, newcomers, people who are just coming into your community are like, oh, I didn't know you were a business coach. I thought you just talked on, you know, belief and mindset and habits and discipline and all that good stuff. Um, An answer would be, yes, I do. I do. I do both. Well, because I focus on the way that I coach, I, I really focus on the whole entrepreneur like I don't fit, especially if you're working with me one-on-one -on -one, and even in any of my programs, I know how important the mindset piece is. So many people don't want it, which is why very few people are very successful because you mm. want to skip the personal development that's required to maintain the components of you, the characteristics that need to happen in order for you to stay successful. But I require it in my programs. I require it in my one-on-one -on -one training and, um, I don't, I don't believe that you can really build something that is uh, sustainable without it. So for me, they go hand in hand. But mm. when you tell people, if you came to me and said, Donnie, I want coaching. And I'm like, yep. So it includes this, this, this. And there's a series of, of, of mindset development that we're going to go through. Yeah. You're going to be like, eh, I don't want that. I just want the person who's just going to how one, two, three it. They want strategy. They just want strategy, which and is tactics. fine also, but... People who are only focused on strategy tend to go out of business at a, at a more alarming rate. Like you're only focused on the sale. You're only focused on strategy and you're not focused on becoming the person that you need to be. You're not going to last. Yeah. I, I think there's a place for everybody. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like for instance, say for instance, there is a coach where you're just focused on the person getting started. I think there's millions in it. Oh, sure. 100. I For think sure. it's Millions. I think it's the, the start is the most challenging thing to do. Yeah. 
That's the pro. Yeah. How do you start? But then there's another level that says, okay, now you, you got your finish. business started. Not even finished, but you got your business started. Now let's get it rolling. We got to grow. And you're saying, I'm the coach that you come to when you got your business together. Mm-hmm. Right? So let's get some momentum. And you're only focused on the, the, the systems to get some consistent income. And let's say you branded yourself as the person that's like, yo, I'm not going to take you to $100 million. But we're going to get some consistent income. I'm going to help you make your first six figures. That's what I do, right? Mm -hmm. But there's also a place for somebody just just focused on strategy. All right, you're making six figures. Now you need to come to me. Mm -hmm. Now you need to come. Neo, you have a product. You got a little bit of momentum going. Now you come to me to expand it, Mm -hmm. right? But I think we all are going to have to figure out what am I specialized in? And what part of someone's journey do I come in at? And what part of the journey do you want to come in at? Um, That's just as important. Like, what are you, what part of the journey are you really, really great at? Because there's people like, I know Neo and I could both be business coaches who were at the start phase with someone, the growth phase and the scale phase. We could, we could do both of those things, but where do we want to be? And I think for me, uh, was it last year? It might've been. 2021 there was a lot of confusion with where I'm good at being and where I want to be like I Mm. can really help you do this but do I really want to help you like for example I had an offer that was $120,000 and I worked with entrepreneurs to help them in their operations kind of sitting in as a COO in their business helping them to find you know basically working with entrepreneurs who had a seven figure level of success, but it was kind of like not luck because they did the work, but they had no systems in place, no Mm. structure, no nothing. And so their fear was how do I duplicate this? And then that's where I came in with the systems and the operations and the helping you hire and team. And I was so excited when I got the first person to pay me that number. But really after working with a couple of people, I'm like, I don't want to do this Mm. at all. It required way too much output from me, way too much, way too many deliverables. And people thought I was crazy. Like you got people who will pay you over a hundred grand to do X, Y, and Z, and you don't want to do it. It wasn't worth it to me. I don't want to do that much for one entrepreneur. So it was an offer that I don't. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. Offer anymore. Mm. That's good. You got it. Do you think people will be confused about your brand at all? Yeah, for me. Yeah. What are we sure. gonna do about it? Fix it. Uh, I've been I've been really debating on like, yo, do I want to? Cause because I have an email list, cause I got I can I could essentially put out stuff on the front end, get you in our world, and then we can talk to you in the back end about all the things that we got. Mm-hmm. Um, so we've been figuring actually we're working through that now like man how do we want to present on social media like what do we want to put out yeah. but when they're in our world now we can have that different conversation on yo you know we can help you with this 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 and that right but yeah. on the front end it might be like yo this is 
Because at some point, I might really just only put lifestyle photos up, you know, like a lot of entrepreneurs do. You made eight figures with people being confused about your brand. Do you know where you could go if you just, like, focused and dialed in on something? And I'm I'm saying this out loud to you while yeah. I'm internally saying it to myself. Yeah. You just said that you might go into the lifestyle space. You know what's driving me nuts right now? What's that? When I say lifestyle, meaning just social media is more consistent. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, not so business, business, but just you living your life. Yeah. I have been consistently putting out content all year, right? That's one of the mistakes I made last year. Your girl getting money. I don't put out content. Y'all do that, right? I'm getting money. The podcast, get somebody else to do it. Get somebody else to do it. I like I built my brand starting from back in 2008, creating content. And it wasn't honestly until one day you said, Donnie, you're not a content creator. And I'm like, what? I built my whole identity being a content creator. And so I realized I needed to get back into that space. But right now, you know, the content that people are responding to most? What's that? My workouts. Mm. Now, I kind of want to stop putting them out there because y'all focused on the wrong stuff. Like, there's always a message. Like, whenever I put my workouts out, there's always some deep message that aligns with the video. But I don't want people to get confused. It's that confusion piece. I don't want you to get confused. I joke about being a fitness influencer, but I'm not for real. Like, I'm not getting money out here in the fitness space. But that's what people are responding to. Yet, shout out to all of the athleisure wear companies that want to start sponsoring your girl and, you know. (laughs) Let me get you a deal with Body Envy. Let's get it. Mm -hmm. Let's do it. Yeah, uh, I always look at my page, like analyze the page as a whole. Mm Mm-hmm. To say, if someone new came to this page, what would they think about For it? For sure. I do that on a regular basis. Because I sure. think it's important. And what you think they'll think? Um, podcasting. Sometimes it gets all over the place where it's uh, maybe uh, something philosophical or that's why I always take flyers shames. down. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I, I'm, I think the most important, and if anybody's going to take a takeaway is I think it's important to create or decide the narrative you want to create in the mind of other people about mm-hmm. you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it's hard. It's not It's not easy. And you feel like you may inoculate some people by going hmm. this particular direction. Hmm. I've been reading. But you like that word? Inoculate. Okay. I've been reading. But, yeah, I think, I think it's important. How many people here feel like there's probably some brand confusion? And we don't want to, or we don't, you might be known in the industry, but you don't even want to be known for the thing that you think people will know you for. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good. Like, I'm not sure what place to put you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't know what you do either like that. And I see you every week. Isn't that interesting? So you're a barber, I know, but do you want people to know you as a barber? Or as a person who sells oil, or you know what I mean? I, I think it's that, that deserves some attention. It deserves a conversation. I think sometimes too, the problem is that we get bored having the same conversations. Mm. Like I started out at the top of the year coaching, coaching, coaching. How you should build your coaching business, and, co- and I sat down in front of my Trello board one day because I was putting. I was so good. I was putting all the content in my Trello board, like for weeks out at a time. And I sat down one day and I'm like, I'm completely out of this. Like, I don't want to create another piece of content in this space, which may be why it's not up to me 
it shouldn't be up to me to really kind of come up with those ideas. But at the same time, my content, when it hits, hits because it is me saying the thing like nobody communicates content messaging the way that I do. Right. And so that's really hard to delegate. But I will say for me, um, part of it is just tired of having the same conversation. Can I switch gears real quick? I'm going to ask you a question. It's something me and Donnie was having a conversation about. You think me and Donnie are too accessible? Uh, too accessible? Yeah. Well, I again, she, I don't think she's that accessible. Yeah, I don't think that. I'm accessible. That. Oh, yeah, you, sure. you 100% is over with for you. Too accessible, though? I don't know what to, I don't, I don't hang out with you every, but you are, you just pull up this, you want to see, you just come right here. You're going to be here. Is something wrong with that, though? No, it, just, it, it depends on how you want to be viewed. I mean, how you. So here's the thing. I, was I don't t- want nobody just to be able to pull up on me ever. Ever. Just, <laughs> ever. Like, ever. They just pull up on you like. Is, just and I'm on a call every morning. Like, I'm yeah. just. So I was telling well, Shans that um, I, I felt like we were too accessible. You way more than me because I hide. Um, but I was feeling overexposed a little bit and you start to see when people feel like like this group of people when people feel like they can just come and be in the room with you anytime they want like I know I'm going to be able to see him or her they don't really want to invest in your programs one two they never feel like we remove the urgency piece because oh I'll see them again next week and I'll Mm. see them again next week and I'll see them again next week I feel like that about us Yo, this this room should be filled with people, though. No, but I'm saying this room should be filled with people. But because it's you could just you're part of a morning meetup, you could pull up. I'll get there whenever. Yeah, it's just like okay. So one of my mentors, like Bob Proctor, when he was alive, and Jim Rohn, I would have never walked up to Bob Proctor and be like, "What's up?" You ever met Jim? You got to see him. I haven't. I never got to see Jim. I want to see Jim. I mean, I was so sad when when him, when Jim Rohn, Bob Proctor, and Miles Monroe passed away. I was like, "You saw Miles opportunity? No, miss opportunity." They said Miles was that guy. too. He is that guy. Yeah, I just and Reverend Ike. I just got. uh, I just got really nervous when you know Jamie Foxx is still in the hospital. Like, I never met Jamie Foxx. He's my favorite entertainer. And and you want. The book them too, yeah, yeah. He wanted too much money, couldn't afford that. (laughs) Yeah, but I I feel like I would never have gone up to like Dr. Monroe, Miles Monroe, or Jim Rohn and be like, "What's up, bro?" Did that dap on them up? It would have been so much respect and esteem because I understood their value, and they weren't accessible. So this was like a lifetime opportunity for me to maximize it, and people just be like. Sissing me all damn day, <laughs> which you know maybe that's maybe that's just the day and age that we live in now. And I sis people too, but even still, for me, people who I have a high level of respect for that I know that I can't access a whole lot, even in our peer circle, I don't sis them. I don't I don't bro them right. Like you, when I first met you, like back in 2018 or something like that, it was like, oh my God, Nehemiah Davis, this guy is this, this, this. And now he's like, what's up, bro? And now let me, ne- let me shoot, now you're let me shoot <laughs> Neo a text real quick, right? Like it was, it was a little, it's, it's different. So when you become familiar um, with people, obviously my respect level is still the same. That yeah. part didn't change. It's just how I, how I engage with you changes. And I'm, and I noticed that I just think, um, I think we're a little accessible. 
What you think? No, he's way more. Like you oh, are sure. not. He's out. He's over with. More, but yeah, is it? You bad? Like I do an event, with. maybe. But is, do, like, it's not bad for. But I think that's his his personality. That's mm-hmm. him. But does it hurt me in sales? Does it? I don't know. I don't. Know. I think we're cool. We're doing all right. Could could it be more? We're doing well. It could always be more. Yeah, but could it be more? Like okay, I don't so. know if it will hurt you in sales per se, but. You know how when you throw a flyer up, I got an event is not uh, as of an urgency of showing mm-hmm. up because he gonna do one next month anyway, mm-hmm. and it'd be like fifty dollars. You know mm-hmm. what I mean, or hundred dollars like sometimes. Yeah. Like if Diddy threw up, I'm gonna be at the clubhouse, and the tickets is fifty dollars. We wouldn't have enough room to accommodate the people, but sure. if Diddy came, the every tickets was five hundred dollars. I don't think even if, if the that. tickets were five thousand oh, dollars, we wouldn't have enough room. If he was going to come and give business game to group of entrepreneurs, but if if we had Diddy here every single week, it would become harder and harder and harder after a period of time to sell those tickets. And that's similar to what I told you, Shans, about the webinar. Why I told you, yo, you got to go in from the beginning earlier because it's still warm group of people seeing you that are in, but then it gets colder and colder yeah, in themselves. It gets watered down. Like yeah. you may still fill the room, right? So for example, Shans and I did a podcast tour by ourselves a couple of years ago and the tickets were just selling out, right? And we didn't have an issue, VIP, general admission. And now we're on tour with Melon and Money and though the room ultimately ended up selling, we had to do some work. Yeah. To sell, it's changing those though. Tickets, it's changing though. Yeah, They're like people are holding on to their money. I'm telling you, they real quick. How much you think Diddy would charge to come to the clubhouse? Uh, I don't know if you could pay him. Why could what? I mean, Why wouldn't we be able to pay him? Meaning the relationships, bro. We tried to book Diddy. They said it's very hard to book Diddy, bro. Well, they got him at Investfest. Shout out to Invest. That was a relationship. True. Who's somebody it's a relationship? Who's somebody that you guys think of? We we trying to give Diddy a quarter for the circle. It, it ain't even, they say it's very <laughs> hard to book. That. Quarter million, excuse me. Just who so do you it. think? Who do you okay? Who do you think that would have just as much business impact as Diddy? That would be It's a lot of people. Well, name some. You saying Steve Harvey? What do you mean? To Are come you here, you saying? A rapper, a producer, just I mean, I, I mean, to bring them here, I don't know if it makes sense due to the size. You can't max you. Nah, but what I'm saying is, if there's somebody that we can bring for five thousand dollars, somebody would say like Diddy would be five thousand. You have a hundred people, that's five hundred thousand. Give my man two hundred thousand to come do a workshop. I'm up three hundred thousand dollars. That's nice, but you got to be able to sell them tickets still though. Uh, no, but people, y'all said people. we're up because this was my idea. But anyway, go ahead. It's a good idea, though. Yeah, it's a good <laughs> We invest a hundred thousand in somebody and some talent. See if some people would pay two thousand dollars for a workshop. Three thousand. Damon John. I could put a lit. Damon going to take a fifty piece. <laughs> hundred maybe. You feel me? And if you can fill the room with a hundred people that are willing to invest three thousand, yeah. and technically we could put yeah. 30 chairs in here, and we can figure that out. So we got a couple of extra seats. Live stream for Little stream. 200. We got rooms that we can stream in, kind of like the overflow rooms, plus the live stream for the guests at home. We could actually run up a seven-figure event. That's yeah, but but saying, you, you also could just go to a bigger space and do it, too. 
we could. But I this think one's if there's paid only, for. but right. I think if it's a but it's relative with. But if the it's intimate, intimate hundred people, like we don't yeah. want five hundred people in the room. Mm. Like you get this up close, personal time. Like that's that's. Gold. Let us know in the comments who y'all want to see. Who do y'all want to see in the comments? Sure. Let us know who do y'all want to see. I'm willing to throw a little fifty at somebody. I'm willing to go fifty too. at somebody. Yeah. Who though? Throw fifty. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I don't, I don't got masters selling out. I don't know if people certain going, price point. It got it got to be, be somebody who's. I don't want to say his ir, he's not relevant today because Master P will forever be relevant. He Facts. he he made history, but it has. You got to get somebody that's not outside too. They can't be outside. Oprah. Okay, it costs you more all, than Oprah that. We talking about yeah. big money. No, but uh, here's it. All of this also re, reverts back to a relationship. Mm-hmm. You can get Dan Kathy to come in here for free right now if you continue to build. I don't know if you continue to build with him from it, but 100%. Hey, Dan, we want to do a business. I believe he will come. But I don't know that people are paying five grand for his tickets. No. Yeah. Certain people are paying that price for him. I mean, not business not owners, really. more established business owners, owners of the Chick-fil-A's of the world, owners of franchises. Ooh, 100%. So here's, okay. Yo. Here's the play. <laughs> Very niche. Okay, we, we we focus niche. Industry specific. This week, restaurants. You get a dang Kathy in this joint. You get Dan Kathy. To teach you how to take your restaurants to the next level. Next week is like, Fashion. I don't know, um, gym Fashion. owners. Gym owners. Get Hormozy. Hormozy. You Hormozy. feel me? Mm-hmm. Then we get fashion. We get Fashion Nova and they people. Fashion Nova. Mm-hmm. Fashion Nova going to take a 50. I don't even know who the I don't who the know CEO. if he, I don't know his name, Rich. I don't think he taking the 50. To get around some black people? The thing is, bro. <laughs> All I got to do is go to an influencer and send a free box of clothes. Bro. Yeah, all right. Okay. All right. Here we all go. Right. Here we go. Here we but go. But my question is, <laughs> what, what's the difference between this and your conference, you thought? Well, oh, the conference is podcast specific. Because you're saying the intimacy part. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. The intimacy the intimacy part and pod, the podcast conference is for podcasting. We're talking about business development, getting series. in the room with people that none of us have had access to. Like yeah. the only reason we would have access to is because we pay them. And the only reason they would have access is because they pay us right to be in that room. So that's very, it's, it's very different. I like the niche down. That's it. A monthly workshop. And this is a monthly workshop because yeah. the interest would be on a different avenue but it's like social proof seven but niche down very much mm. but a little larger the other thing that i think has changed to getting back <sighs> to that conversation i think that we have also when we're talking about overexposure i think we're on every stage every call every webinar and so we're overexposed in that way i've seen a lot of people like even when i started full transparency my bad when i started full transparency podcast and i said who do you guys want to see me talk to? A lot of the comments were like, not the same people that we always hear from all the time. So that's kind of like why I enjoy getting off the radar a little bit. Like I got people in my, in my email weekly trying to get me in events and, but I'm, I'm being really, really choosy. I don't know if that's the right decision or the wrong. Bag? You know, the bags ain't bagging right now for speaking engagements. Why like they're, they're dropping bags. I actually just try to get you on one. They, they try to book me and and tell me if I'm lying, okay? They try to book me for a certain amount. And I said, I can bring Donnie with me 
and I added some bread on top of it. So you're welcome. Is it booked? I mean, is it booked? Okay. Not, Not yet. Oh, well, thank you in advance for the attempt. I'll be, I'll be looking out for my sister, man. Yeah, I appreciate that for she sure. She don't really be inviting me to stuff, though. Well, I mean, so. because I get invited to speak on a lot of women's panels. And stuff like that. You know what I mean? It's not, you can't speak at a women's panel. Why can't I? Because it's for women. Somebody just did a whole women's event and they had men there because the women want to hear the that men's I get invited to are for women by women. Donnie, so you're not going to sit here and tell me that every event you've been invited to was women only. No, but also, majority just of say the, I'll start, I'm start no, 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 because I do pitch us all the time, but the majority of the things that I get booked for are also on Saturdays. You don't mm. do anything on Saturdays. So any excuse, huh? Yeah. Any excuse, <laughs> whatever. But I say that to say like, how do we deal with that? Like people are like, oh, I'm tired of Neo headlining events. I'm tired yeah. of a David or a Donnie. Like, I don't want to see We got to tap into new audiences mm -hmm. too, though. Yo, let's do, he would. Okay. You want to bring Neo in on this business? Which one? The one we just talked about. Yeah, for sure. Let's All right, that. cool. So here, I had to talk to my partner. So I think this would be cool. We do a industry-specific event, and we start bringing big people in the industry. And it's like $2,000 tickets, $2,500 tickets. $2,497 specifically. We only need 100 people to make a quarter million, and maybe we spend 60 in talent. If it's somebody really, really big, we just get to expand more people. But just it's specifically... For the industry. You'll get people that start requesting, yo, do this with this person. Go get this person for this particular industry. They should tell us in the comments. Tell us in the comments. I think, though, before we confirm Neo for this partnership, we have to ask him what his capacity is to do this because. You do do a lot, Neo. <laughs> I do. Yeah. Very ambitious. It's you do a lot, too, bro. Not as much as you. Yeah, but you're on. You're a lot, a lot. Yeah. He's, good. He's a marketer putting to get like the strategy on getting people in the room. No so, one better. Are you sure that this is a responsibility that you want? That's to if we're going to really do it. Y'all know no, we got so really much going Listen, on. We, we say stuff and I we don't I am do no it. longer in the conversation. I'm no longer speaking those words over us, over okay. us, over okay. us, over myself. Like we did have a problem executing. We did have a problem coming to the table, talking about a bunch of ideas and doing none of them. Yeah. But that's not who we are anymore. And if we continue to focus on the fact that that's who we were, then that's who we'll continue to be. We are people. And it's execute. not that we're not doing stuff. It's just. We're not prioritizing the stuff that we talk about. Like we're doing other stuff, but we are no longer in that space. We have to own now, paint the picture of who we want to be. I am focused on execution and making it happen. So we are a group now that when we come up with ideas, we begin to execute. What's our first step after this? I have somebody. I think we can get for 30. Don't for say their name here because then they see this and they like, nah, bruh, you it's ain't a, playing it's me. A, it's a particular industry. And, and that one person will draw other people who are, yeah, we got it, man. We got it? Yeah. We got it. And we're going to do it here. Yeah. Yep. The venue. You th what about even? What if we just bring them in on it, so we don't gotta give them cash, give them a percentage of ourselves. I rather just. That's pay a them. lot of percentages. I'm not yeah. afraid of putting the money up. Yeah. Let's go. What are we doing? Yeah, I'd rather pay people outright too. Okay. That's um, cool. for sure. Who would y'all pay three thousand dollars to see? To see, not just that person, but even like a supporting cast around them of other successful people. <laughs> she Who said nobody. You wouldn't pay three thousand for anyone. 
trying to th- or Mosey? Okay. I don't I don't know that that's the Mosey message. that guy. That's so not the, you, that's not the message. Would if you, you saw for- somebody? You're not the right person. <laughs> Olivia, who would you like to meet from? So, do you have something specific? You, you know what this is for, though? It's for people who have something very, very specific. Well, and so that's why I mean, like, it's not about who would you pay $3,000 to see. It's what would you pay $3,000 to learn. Yeah, and right? connect with. And connect with. It's not about the person like I said, I've had events where my tickets were $2,500. People technically would pay $2,500 to see me, but it, they didn't care about seeing me. They cared about the, the experience. result. The result. The that payoff. I was, the, the payoff. What's the payoff? So we have to put together events that have a magnificent payoff. So are we talking about, you know, secrets, my secrets to starting this rest in this restaurant business. Like if we brought pinky out and she's like, look, I'm gonna give you my 10 step framework for how I made bar vegan and slutty vegan top restaurant chains in the country right now. That's worth it. I'm paying $3,000 for All that. day long. I'm not paying three. Th- I can pull up to a slutty vegan and maybe see a pinky, right? I'm not paying three for her, for her. I'm paying three for what's in her head. And she's smart too. She's yeah, smart, she's right? Brilliant. So it's like, who? What's the payoff? Like, we need to pick the industry just like we do Social Proof Seven, and it's more than a conversation; it's an experience that's attached to a result. Mm. Or, I mean, somebody just in our Patreon said, "I'm not the right income level to pay two, three thousand to see anyone," okay. which is understandable. Someone said Gary V. Somebody said Cedric Nash. Who's Cedric if Nash? There was. Uh, I have no idea who that was. Is um if okay. Nineteen keys. If if uh David Letterman in Arsenio Hall came together and they were specifically gonna teach media or like Ellen, any well, a lot of these people on the wall, I would do it. Yeah. Or if I was a comedian and you had Dave Chappelle and he was gonna be teaching how to not only Craft your jokes, but how to grow a brand. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Dave Chappelle, Kevin Hart. I'm paying them because they are experts and genius. So we have to look for. You also got to decide who your avatar, who you're talking to. 100%. You got to be somebody that's got that bread, though. Yeah. Yeah. Because a two, three grand almost got to be disposable. But we want, yeah, we want it to be an intimate room. So we're looking at 100 people. We have 100 people who will pay. $3,000 $3,000 for a result. We just have to identify the right result. Mm. Okay. Okay. Anybody got any ideas from this session? Yes. You do? Yeah, I know. Okay. Do we have a mic? Right yeah. On Hold on one second. Hey, can we Hold turn on. the air on? Y'all hot? It's a little warm? Everybody sweating out their weave? <laughs> no? Okay, go for it. Mm, okay. Are y'all together? Okay, because you guys are the only person in the room who are like, yeah, for sure. I don't know. <laughs> y'all are watching the same YouTube videos. No, I wanted to know. Y'all know who Billy Carson is? I don't know who Billy Carson I know Billy is. Carson 19 is. Keys is the do? interview. I didn't know before Keys did who the interview. Who was the other two one. people? Uh, the other person, if I said his name, you wouldn't know. But okay. he, she would know. Yeah, she, she knows. <laughs> who is it? Who is it? It's yeah, the yeah, industry. yeah. So, so getting into the, like the Web three and the crypto, 
uh, because that's financial education and literacy right there. Mm-hmm. I know somebody perfect for your podcast. Ooh. Who's that? That got his his name is Gavin. He owns uh, Art Crypto. Yeah. So he owns a whole platform that teaches and and educates on crypto and um, everything Web three related. But it's not mm. the crypto that you think. It's it's not like oh I'm a trade. It's providing liquidity and staking in order for you to get residual income. He has a whole strategy and a whole system set up. Okay, who's the third so, person? So if we were talking about, like, from a, a book standpoint, it would be, like, the Rich Dad's Guide to Investing, being that inside environment. Who's the third person? Who's the third person? Um, the third person is in the same the same group. Just name them. 19 Keys, yeah. 19 Keys? Keys? Okay. Yeah. We know 19 Keys. That. I rocks with that. Anybody else? Anybody pay $2,000 to see Neo? Yeah. I pay, <laughs> you say that because he's here, but I paid a lot more than that. Yeah, you did to learn. Yo, that's yo, that's where it's at. I'm excited. I'm excited too. What okay. what what month are we looking at doing the very first one? The it's going 100 percent be at this podcast event. 100. Yeah. Yeah. So August, like August. August well, uh, yeah. Well, I mean, we gotta we gotta secure fest. talent. That's Invest Fest. August, September. September. Yeah. Okay. September. I'm yeah. with that. I'm with that. Okay. You got any strategies for us before we get out of here? Regarding to what we are, I'm just thinking through what we were just talking about. Is that big enough what we're doing though? No. Should we go bigger? I don't think that's big enough what we're talking no, about. I love eight intimate figure entrepreneurs rooms. hate making six figures. Eight figure entrepreneurs <laughs> just No, no, no. I'm just no, saying are, are we going a are we $100, going $100,000 no, no. day is No, I'm ooh. just saying are we going big enough? Like are we going Okay, so what would be bigger? Remember when I was hearing Tyler Perry talk, he was like, we need to, like, this next studio is probably going to be 5X the size of this. We need to go and grow into, we've done that type of event before. It's not nothing new, what we're talking about. Book somebody, then pay them. Mm -hmm. It's not crazy. You know what I'm saying? I'm just wondering. I think the genius is, it's a niche. It's industry specific. Got it. So Circular CEOs, what was it about? It was entrepreneurship. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and and the speakers were very motivational and mindset and very general in my journey. We're looking for somebody who is yes. going to walk you specifically through a a Restauranting, problem. Yeah. Podcasting. Okay. Yeah. We haven't done that. Yeah. Got get you on and challenge you to really come in and teach yeah. something. Yeah. And and take questions, field questions from the business. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. According to GRA, there are approximately 12,000 restaurants in Metro Atlanta. So I obviously, I, I know Pinky. Oh, shouts out to my little vegan hat. I'm vegan. We know, um, we know Pinky. We know. I'm concerned that the restaurants. This is just an example. Won't spend, yeah, yeah I'm just, a, but, but think about this. Yeah. It's 12,000 restaurants. We know Slutty Vegan, mm-hmm. right? Um, uh, MCK, Toast. Toast, breakfast at Barney's. Breakfast at Barney's, right? Um, met the dude a couple Mondays ago at uh, Evans' event who runs, uh, I think it's called Breakfast Boys or something like breakfast that. Breakfast Boys, yep. And they are jumping on the south side. Mm-hmm. Me talking to him for a second, I was like, oh, crap, you really We're got supposed a to do a Social Proof 7 around yeah. the restaurant industry. And we need yeah. to do that. We, we have enough people. 100%. So what I'm saying is, yeah, like, out of the 12,000 people, who have a restaurant, how many do you think are succeeding? Two, 
How many people do you think have always wanted to start a restaurant? How many people do catering and they don't have a restaurant? How many people are just good cooks that have an idea that will come see these people? The good news is we don't need a thousand tickets sold. We don't yeah, need a thousand right. people. And you then the mean? other thing is the, the restaurateurs. So is this social you, proof seven or is this? Uh, well, it could Because now we're talking about two different things. So I was it, doing it this thing a while ago called. I'm sorry, uh, I didn't mean to cut you off too. Dog. Called uh, Seven Figures in Fashion. Mm-hmm. And this is when I was like heavily into the T-shirt space. And I had people from print shops coming. Uh, people traveled from all over the world, really. I mean, we sold like maybe 60 tickets. It was a full room. But there were people that came from, I think one girl came from uh, some island or something like that. But we had that. Um, who else? Uh, we might have support black colleges. People that was popping in the, the apparel space, they were there teaching, right? Because you got that, that small group, the small industry with the most popping people in the city. And it was dope. Actually, I pitched that to Justin Phillips. I was like, yo, let's do another seven figures in fashion. And he's like, uh, maybe. Then I was like, all right, I'm just going to do it myself. So. But this is the same, but I'm thinking this idea that we're talking about is something bigger, but a blend of kind of like the seven figures in fashion joint. Yep. So. There's that. <laughs> okay. Uh, any takeaways, any questions, y'all, before we wrap up? Questions, takeaways? Y'all don't have no? I think, I think really in the season, like someone said, yo, I'm, I'm not at that income level. You can't even say that. You got to really change your your thought process. And I still think we got to think even bigger. No matter what's happening in the industry, we got to be doing a mindset work right now. Like like right now, I believe, because everybody at different levels, they're feeling certain things. Like So you got to stay in the game mentally. You got to stay really pushing. It's not no strategy. Oh, go make money. But if you can control your mind, you can control a whole lot of things. So just everything that you're saying, you're going to manifest that at some point. So if you say, I can't afford it, I'm broke, guess what's going to continue to happen? You're that. Yeah. But if you say, yo, this is working for me, right? I'm, I'm making X amount of money. Like Your subconscious mind and the network you're around is going to find a way to make this thing work. So we want to say we want to make $100 million in the next 365. We're going to find the right people. Mm-hmm. We're going to get around the right energy. And that's why I'm thinking when I talk about bigger, like how yeah. do we go bigger? Yeah, that's that's this conversation is really on time. I woke up this morning when I was um, I was in the shower uh, this morning and What's the significance of that. How we started the episode, just in case Reese oh, actually throws yeah. that in there. <laughs> I was in the shower this morning and I was thinking like I'm always I'm constantly thinking about my next level or what the next move is. Yeah. And I literally said to myself this morning, like, Donnie, you're still thinking way too small. You are still thinking way too small. Like, I'm still having seven-figure conversations with myself. Been there, done that. It's time for me to really be focused on eight-figure conversations. Like, I'm still still creating seven-figure goals. Mm -hmm. It's time for me to start focusing on eight-figure goals and sliding in into those things. But I literally said that to myself, thinking too small. Small, I'm telling I pro everything I got right now, everything is what I used to think about. Yeah. But what if I made the thoughts a lot bigger? I probably would be aiming. I'm motivated now, but I ain't that I ain't that much Same. more motivated. I Same. got what my family's cool. My I got a cool house, car. Like I'm cool. Family set up, but if I was thinking about becoming a billionaire, yeah. More thinking about building a billion dollar company. 
I'll probably be playing at different. I will be going to different events. Like I'm yeah. going to the Kentucky Kentucky Derby. I'm going to F1. I'm going where other people are aren't going because I want to get around. What y'all talking about in these rooms? Yeah, you will love the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, you got to go in there fly. Yeah, that's I went the problem. one I time. Figure that out uh, many years ago. <laughs> one time, but I, I'm I feel like my whole business model is thinking too small. Like I've been in this space for years. It's it's time for me to level up and go to another level. Isn't there some value though in thinking small until you can think bigger? For sure. For sure. But I think like where I am um, and somebody may, I think when the thought is like keeping you up at night, you know, I'm back in that place. Like when I wanted to hit six figures how I was going to do that was keeping me up at night. When it was time for me to hit seven figures, how I was going to do that was keeping me up at night. And then once I hit it, it's like, oh, you're resting, you're sleeping, you're, you're getting your rest. When I hit that six figures, I'm sleeping. I'm back to the point now where my phone is on do not disturb all the time because I am, when I fall asleep, I need to fall asleep because the thought of my next level is keeping me up at night. Like mm -hmm. I'm literally driving. I'm in, you know, I'm, I'm watching church or I'm at church and I'm thinking it's the thought is just keeps penetrating my mind and what I'm doing. And so I know that that means that this is my season yeah. to, to move and do something and jump and take a bigger leap. But what I'm supposed to be doing next, that doesn't mean that I'm not going to do what I'm doing. Right. That doesn't mean that the companies that I have won't continue to grow, but there's something that I am supposed to be doing at a larger scale. I'm supposed to be impacting more people. I'm, you know, I'm supposed to be a bigger example. I'm supposed to be a bigger voice of hope. Whatever that looks like is keeping me up at night right now. That's it's good. distracting me throughout my day. It's distracted me in this conversation. Like I'm having conversations and I'm checking out. Like, mm. what am I supposed to be doing? Like everything feels like, um, like it's in alignment with the thoughts that I'm having this conversation and conversations with other people. And I'm, this is this is when I start getting excited yeah. because I know something is is about to break through. Mm, yeah, that's I, good. We had a conversation yesterday, so um, you want to talk about it? A conversation about your event? Sure. So, I used to have small workshops back in the day, um, actionable woman small uh, workshops, and actionable woman is an offer that I no longer offer. Um, I have actionable CEO now, which is a membership group, blah, blah, blah. And in my business plan of how I am going to generate revenue this year, there are three small workshops. And this is exactly what I mean, actually. But there's three small workshops that I'm to do this year. Now, Why granted, you say small? Because they're small? Well, so I really thrive. I have an idea. Yeah, I, I thrive in small groups because Got of it. how I teach. Okay. These are teachings. These aren't just motivation, yeah, right? Y'all, we working this right now. This is us working. Got it. So I want to do actual workshops. I'm touching. I'm coming to check your work, all Got of that you. stuff. Yep. So I thrive in that space, and I am um, – I have that. So David sends me a message one day last week, and he's like, I think it's time for you to do your own events. And I didn't respond to it because, again, connecting it to – the thoughts that are penetrating what, you know, my mind. And I'm like, hmm, well, I'm supposed to be doing these events. Maybe this is some alignment and some significance here. Maybe this is what I should be doing. And so I don't respond to it. And David calls me yesterday. He's like, hey, did you get the message? Or it might have been the day before. He's like, hey, did you get the message? And I was like, yeah, I got it. I actually have these small workshops on the agenda. He's like, but go bigger. I'm like, I just want to kind of stay small. Say go you bigger. did. You I said, said why? Do an event. No, I said, I didn't say go bigger. I said, 
I don't care how big it is, but it's time you for you to start doing your own events. You said, I don't care how big it is. And um, and then last night we talked again, and he's like, so what's up with the event? And my answer is still the same. Like, well, there's three events that are in my agenda for the year to do. I haven't done them, right? I haven't done them. I haven't put them together. I don't have a date selected. So that was a thought that kind of kept me up. We had this conversation shortly before I went to sleep. And that was something that I went to sleep with on my mind. Maybe this is God speaking through David saying, just put the date on the calendar and do it. And I think you actually said that. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, my own opinion, I think Donnie is afraid. You think so? Mm-hmm. No, I don't I'm think she's afraid. I'm not afraid at all. Is. Like, I've, I've done events. I just, since the pandemic, I got lazy not necessarily, I didn't have to, like, I didn't do events. I didn't have to do that work. I didn't have to show up in person and I made a whole lot more money. So it was a component that was removed from my business model. Now that I'm really back in my business from an operation standpoint, really back in my business from a sales point, it's a matter of time. I am not interested anymore in being burnt out and just completely overwhelmed mm-hmm. all the time. I have no interest in that. It's no fun either. It's no fun in doing that. Like I did Anxiety. it and it just doesn't feel good. I don't like David is a workhorse. I like it. I'm a work pony. <laughs> <laughs> Your girl needs her private life. That's just where I am. And I, I am willing to miss out on certain things if it means like quality of life for me. So every decision that I make, like I got to be really, really excited about it. And I told you the the thing for me is I just don't want another fluff thing. I'm not connected to fluff. I'm not known for fluff. So I need to be really excited. I don't want to do another event where people just leave feeling good. I want to do an event where we've got We've got concepts that have been actually worked out and things happening. So just thinking through what that looks like for me now, and, and it probably goes back to like brand confusion and, you know, where where we are in that space. I'm not afraid at all. There's very few things in business that I'm afraid of. Putting an event together with 50 people ain't one of them. I think. I, mm. I mean, just based on <laughs> based on some of our conversation, that was just my, my own perspective is um, – I don't know. I think there's, and I think we all, if we do, if we're being honest before we do anything that's outside of what we do on a regular basis, there is a little bit of fear there. Uh, should I do this? And what is the effect of it? If we were saying, okay, Donnie, do this event and I'll just, I want you to host an event and I'll give you a hundred thousand dollars to do it. I'll go sell the tickets. You'll do the event. Or I got, yo, I, I got a sure uh, a thousand people that are already in my community. You do this event. I'm going to send them there. Everybody that comes, you'll do it. So I think there could be some anxiety around, okay, do I have the strategy to get people out? Do I have, yeah, we talked about it. We started selling tickets for Houston. That joint was light. Now, eventually it turned out it was, yeah. it was, it was a good event. I think we made maybe at 80, 80 mm-hmm. people there. We were shooting for a hundred, not a bad event. Right. But I think there is some apprehension because from my own perspective, and Donnie will tell you about all the things she used to do. <laughs> that was a shot. That's no shade. But there's some apprehension because she is, a, is an amazing number two, so to speak. So she'll take somebody from 10 million to 100 million because she's behind the scenes pulling the strings, making it happen. 
obviously this podcast, I started, she come in, amplify. She's going to amplify. But I have not seen the many of the spark or the start. So I don't know. That's just my my perspective. Even when we talk about, he's like, yo, we got three events throughout the year. And I'm like, I got the same three and I'm about to do some more events throughout here because. Yeah, but you're, you have to also understand, first of all, you weren't there for my beginning, right? Like Mm -hmm. the podcast was not my beginning. For sure. Right. So you weren't privy to my beginning. I started a whole business. I understand. No, 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 no. Listen, you can't impose your vision for your life onto me. For sure. You can't make your like vision for how you, you can't make your vision for how you want to carry out your business model mine. Right. Right. So for me, I am very like, your brain works like, oh, event, we're going to do this. Okay, done. I am very like, okay, event at this price, let me really make sure we're pouring out the value. Let me mm-hmm. think through. My brain is so focused you on the details. Have you ever been somewhere you didn't get value? No, but my brain doesn't work that way. My mm-hmm. brain is so focused on the details and the value and mapping mm-hmm. it out. Even when I did an event a few months back with seven other women, it took months. Like I had to see it. For sure. If I don't see it, I'm not doing it because I, I don't want to be attached to just Fluff. You like structure. I love structure. Structure. Yeah, there, there's no... That's like an operator. Structure. I am an operator. Yeah. There's He's no... He's a visionary. You're more of the operator. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm also a visionary. Uh, it's just, you play I have both to, roles. I play both roles, but I have to see it, and I execute when I see it. David is going to... And, and I can also operate in a space where we're putting things together, but it has to, it has to feel good for me. I'm the last person that could be peer pressured, I think. And mm-hmm. so you do a lot of peer pressuring. I ain't been able to be peer, be peer, peer pressured my whole life. Mm. So when I'm feeling pressure, 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 like, like if it's not flow for me, it don't go for me. Mm. But I, here's the thing. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't pressure. That's why I was like, yo, I think it's a good idea. And then she starts to talk about, oh, yeah, I used to do events. I do no, events. Is what the I'm reason that I said that is because David said, I've never seen you do an event. Well, that's not true. So, well, that is true. Well, yes. <laughs> it's true that you've never seen it, but I used to do events okay. all the time. I'm giving you my perspective. And I've been with you for the last. Since 2014. 14. Mm-hmm. And every event that we did, I said, Donnie. This is the event we're going to do. That's not true. I'm going to put. That's not true. I created Entrepreneurs Exchange. No, you didn't. I yes, said... I did. First of all, Neo is okay, here. Okay, 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 okay. But let let's, me, let me let's also say, be clear okay. that when my income took off and when I was involved in a particular industry, the success of that industry was 100% based on me doing events. Yes. 100%. Right, but, but you have the industry or the company and then Donnie can put her sauce on something. That's and what I, grow that's anything. what I want to do. That's what I'm saying. But even in certain conversations, you're like, yo, I always wanted to be the Oprah of this. I want to like, you start talking about, yo, I'm going to do events. Oprah wasn't out here doing events. My point Oprah is. Oprah sat in, in front what? of a camera. She built a whole empire. Now, yes, but Oprah started. Okay, I, but I'm not, I'm not using Oprah Neo. for events. I'm just saying all the stuff can that you, you said. this conversation? Oh, no, 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 no. We're not going anywhere. Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I'm saying that, so, so Dottie tells me, yo, I want to be a, uh, she's like, yo, I'm leaning more into the content creation space. We had that conversation, right? This is before she started the podcast. I think she's 50-50, so she, bro. Huh? 50-50. She's going to be the, she's going to be 
I believe she she's built to help other people grow their stuff. Yes. And she going to do her stuff when she feel like it. A hundred percent. But you can't tell me you're going to do something and you being my sister and I don't push you to do the thing you said you were going to do. Push so and even, pressure hold on, hold on, real quick, different. real quick. Push and pressure are different. So here's the thing. She said, yo, no, I'm leaning more into the podcast. This is before she started a podcast. So I'm leaning more into the podcast space. So I'm like, oh, is that what you want to do? Oh, I'm on you. If I say I'm going to do something, my own fear will talk me out of it unless I have somebody else saying, yo, you could do this. Let's knock it out. We all need it. We're not, nobody's immune to fear, period. So I think there is something you're afraid of. I don't know what it is, but anytime I'm going to do something outside of my normal, there's fear attached, especially if there's, I'm always, if I do an event, I'm always thinking, wow, will people come? Mm-hmm. And, or am I going to do the work? Do I feel do I feel that I'm gonna do the work to do what's necessary to get these people out there? And there's fear attached to it. So I always need somebody saying, yo, Dave, you could do it. Oh, set the date. Let's go. And that's what I do. Well, so that's different. Accountability and pressure, like for whatever reason, Dave likes to take ownership of making me. No, right? I don't. That's <laughs> yes, your own he head. Does. That's you, your head. You, you say it all the time. You say it. But Dave that, likes to take ownership of you say who making Donnie you is. like I put you on type of thing. Yeah. Have I ever been that person? Did I ever oh, say that? Oh, he I has made? said that on this podcast. I've never heard no, you. No, I did. David say has that. said that jokingly, What'd and there's always some truth this, in everything. We joke. might gotta take this to <laughs> right, we might gotta right. take I think we gotta take this to full transparency. We should take this to full transparency. And really, y'all really yeah. talk all of this out. Let's let's take this to full No, but here's the thing. I appreciate all of the accountability that I get from my circle is just like, it can't be made. Like I'm doing other things. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm doing a lot of other things. Sure. So this isn't a Donnie's not doing anything. Let me see my sister. Like, and it feels, it feels more like an intervention than it feels like accountability. I'm like, mm -hmm. Negro, do you know all the stuff that I do every I single know. day? Mm -hmm. Do you know all this but stuff that get, I do every single day? In you. You got greater in you. Of course I do. And you ain't nobody, and ain't nobody like pushing me. I got to push myself. And, and if I'm being totally honest, the events that we do together might as well be my events because you don't be doing nothing. Mm. <laughs> you don't. Ooh, name one. This last one that we just did. What we do? The, um, mm. the muscle mindset and money that workshop. You, you that did nothing. You. Like David has gotten the big head at I this point and he be forgetting that work has to be done. I agree no, I a little did. bit. No, you I, want me to do this all by myself? Neo, do you have an experience there? Sometimes. <laughs> no, because last time I called you on that, you was like, oh, no, nah, you're right. Like, I do more than you. It's no, just, you do not. I put more. It's not a question you do more than me, dog. You don't do nothing but put stuff in a text message. Yo, no. you need to do this. You need to do that, which is which is valuable, which is valuable. But you can't say that I don't do nothing. You're like, crazy. Yo, I, do, I do way more, bro. And anyway. the last entrepreneur's workshop we did. You, you're doing <sighs> what? Challenge me. You're doing less and less work these days. What? Shan. Are you serious? But that money state, that his equity stake say, stays the same. Are y'all serious? You are sure. doing less and you are less and less active. It's now like Shans is now like I'll put my name on the flyer. Mm. That's the work. I'll interview him. That's the this work. Is so I'll interview him. This that's is the so work. interesting. Yeah. This is crazy that you would even fix I'll your interview mouth him and to that's definitely that the work. That's crazy. Are you kidding You're me? You're saying that to win. I am not. You're Chance. saying it to win this, this conversation. This is who you are right now. 
So now, so look, the, the, the fitness muscle thing, your idea, um, you promoted it heavily, right? Our tour. So 100%. Did you go live? Yeah, I went live mad times. With George? Uh, we did were you, supposed did you to follow our, the marketing schedule? So are you saying you did a lot on that tour? She's talking about you right now. I'm just talking about no, you. No, no. None, none of us went hard on that. So what, what do somebody got to do with what you, what you had to do? You said none of us. Yo, I do a lot of events, and I push you do, all my you're, you're so spread all You say yes to so many things that... You know what Shans does in new relationships? He's all in. He's I, doing the challenge. He's doing the webinars. He's doing the interview. He's posting. He's going live. But with me, it's like, oh, Donnie will do it. Give me an example. Oh, Donnie will do it. Give the me, last event. The like, la- okay, you got that one. Because entrepreneurs I, Exchange. You didn't do anything. I, are you serious? You, did, you didn't, though. Donnie, you're talking crazy right Shans, now. Shans. You're talking you crazy. Don't, you know what you I think y'all got to really do? Y'all go on full transparency and y'all just get all of this out? That way... Because there's some things that you got to fix. Yeah. Some things she got to fix. Here's, here's the difference. I know where I fall short. So did you and fall I'll short on the things that she just The last said? one, yes. I didn't promote Entrepreneur that. Entrepreneur like exchange? No, she's that's she's making that up. Oh. Because that was my idea. If, yo, I may, I remember I remember making the flyer. About, I'm talking about this last one that we just did a few months ago. I'm talking about um, the last event. You don't even remember the, last the event. event. The last event we did We did together. it in like February, I think. What was the name of it? Entrepreneurs Exchange. We brought it back. What did we do? Let's just leave it this one. We were up here in the front Mm -hmm. and we had the entrepreneurs come out. Q&A. We had catered food. You don't even remember the You mean to tell me that you did all the work for that? And you did all the promotion for that? Yeah, I did do all the promotion. Oh my gosh. You accepted the collaboration. Were you, you? Do you know what she's talking about? K did the ordering. Okay. This is my team. I pay everybody to do this stuff. What are you talking about? You didn't do it. You you didn't do it. David, all I'm saying is the David who used to, at the beginning of these things, go hard. We're on a schedule. We got this. We're doing that. mm, This is that you're not, you you ain't been doing everything. Maybe that's the problem. I'm not taking no losses on no events. I do an event every month, pretty much. Neo. Do you understand the conversation? I get it. Who's winning? David is she winning? Yes. And Only he's not just saying it. It's he's her word against mine, though. No, so he's got you? personal experience. Neil has said. I don't said, do nothing? Neil I just has, say you don't do nothing. Okay. You not do nothing. But I just work said, harder than most of the people I work with. What do you do in our, <laughs> so our, our business? Pew, pew, what do you do? Okay. We're not going all in this. We're not going all in this. We're not going all in this. What do you do? Because you'll make your list and I'll make mine. What do you do? A lot, bro. Tell me. Strategy, putting everything together. Okay. No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Telling you what you got to do. Hold on, hold on, hold on. All I'm doing is I just need an answer. So you do strategy. Yep, marketing. So when, when you say strategy, you're telling like, everybody like, let me ask you this. You know how the other no, day we, why, had a convers- let, let me we had a conversation. Why can't, why can't you just answer my question? So you do strategy, right? What's the, what's the next thing? Strategy, assist with funnels. Okay, like hold on, hold on. Hold on. Stuff, okay, hold on, right? hold on. So you assist with funnels. What does that mean? Come up. So the other day, just yesterday, yo, Neil did something crazy where we getting $1,000 a ticket. We yes. wasn't doing that. That made us a yes. quarter million dollars. Yes, 100%. What is that worth? Neil comes up with the strategy. That's the strategy. Force to make more money. I'm not discounting the importance of the strategy, but you come up with the strategy. Okay. Yes. What else? 
a lot, bro. I'm not going to sit here and else? run through all of this. My so team for me, does a bunch of stuff. So for me, for you, it's just you. Yes, maybe so, one other. So person. I got. I got to do the reaching. I got to do the reaching out to the people. Stuff. I got to try to negotiate. I got to use all my favors. I had two people say, "Yo, all right, Dave, this is your favor." I'm like, "All right, cool, no problem." I got to interview the person. I got to go live with the person. You, man, you gonna interview I bring people in, anyway? That's I got to bring them do. into the store. I got to bring them into the uh, studio. They got to do. A, I got to do it like you got to do everything that them. you do. Yes. You know yeah, what David tells me now? You're, you got to do everything that you do. You know what David? Who does tells, more work but, based on what we just said? Who does more? It's it's valuable, I, but the thing is, I'm not discounting his value. He's discounting my work. Neo, you're you know, getting a I, whole I don't lot mind more a good strategy from David. When when I say Dave, let's do this. David will say, "Oh yeah, dope idea, Donnie. Let's do it." But I need you to take lead on this. You got to do the work on this. This and is a conversation for full transparency because you know I got to reply on that. You know I got to reply on that. We'll wait for full transparency. I'm interviewing you on Friday. But, uh, I do. Uh, yes. <laughs> I no. No one can say I don't do no work. And it's not I, no and, work. And I haven't put so many people. You just brand new, David. You brand new is all we saying. I put so many people in position, create networking opportunities. Yes, create you Create so many. Op- I've created so many opportunities for people. Go so ahead. You fact, better. You better. What's that got to do with what we're talking you about? Toot, saying you this is ridiculous. That horn. Oh my gosh! <laughs> you better. Oh there must be something true this about this. He he got there a little. His is. ego had to appear. You're probably. Could, he oh yeah. Just went on sure. facts. No, he no, had no, to no, win no, on no, a no, little no. ego. I don't. I had to pull out the evidence. Okay. <laughs> Can nobody discount my work? Period. Uh huh. Period. Except so. for Donnie and Neo. Um, this has been another amazing episode of Social Proof Podcast <laughs> with our favorite cousin. Nehemiah Davis. Nehemiah Neo, close us out with something. Listen, today. all I'm gonna say is this, man. First, find the right partner. That has nothing to do with because so many. <laughs> Yo, pew, pew, pew. No, pew, no, pew, no, pew. no. But so many entrepreneurs get into partnerships because this is my home. I'm the and wrong it, partner. It, That's crazy. No, see, this I has nothing to do I think with him. David is a good partner. No, we just oh have I agree. You guys are rounding up to the nearest roast at this point. Uh, <laughs> we no. are. It's just rounding up just to embellish a little bit. Basically, but. David David's amazing, but I'm I'm letting y'all know. <laughs> All right, let me switch this. All right, so what I will say... Actually, David's amazing, but find yourself a good more partner. More of the stories, oh, this is the year of growth. This is the year of collaboration. I believe what things are getting harder, like you need to... I feel like so many people now need to come together and find out what are your skill sets. Let's come together and make money because you might could go do one thing, go make 100000 on your own. You may come together with two other people, y'all make three you You're still making the same 100 but sure. the impact is greater. Mm-hmm. Find a way to do that across multiple situations in different industries if it makes sense. And I believe that's one way to grow yourself and to grow your business and you won't be burnt out, like Donnie said. Yeah. Um, sure. so again, I think this is the year of growth. This definitely the year of execution. This is the year of locking in. Like right. this is the year that you gotta lock in while everybody else ain't locking in. Mm. Why they worry, why I feel like Warren Buffett, I don't know his exact quote, but Essentially, when everybody's being greedy, you don't. When everybody being scared, you be greedy. So while everybody's chilling, you need to really grind. Facts. Um, so that's that. And again, this episode, I'm happy to be on air, on here. And for those who are looking to collaborate, work with me, uh, mastermindwithneo.com, or just check me out on social media. We're looking for more partners, looking to help more businesses grow and more opportunities for us to work together and help yes. people get it to another level. So let's yes, get to yes. it. You want to close out with something? Do you want to close out with something? No, I got, I think I'm, 
It will start an argument His again. His foot is twitching. <laughs> It'll Yo, be David argument. can't handle being in the hot seat. Yeah. He want to throw me in the hot seat. I he like wants to throw you in the hot seat. I but like when it. we challenge him. No, I, I'm cool <sighs> with being challenged. I'm just going to defend myself. Listen, you guys. Um, <laughs> this has been another amazing episode. It really, really has. Make sure that you understand what season you're in. Like mm, Neo is saying right now, put your foot on the gas. And this is absolutely a put your foot on the gas type of season. But you know what else it is? It's also a listening season. Mm. So you can be someone who, like me, spent the whole last year being overwhelmed and you got people in your ear, your business partner, your best yo, friend. Yo, get your finger out of my face. Yo, get you got, out of here. You yo. got them in your ear saying, go. I don't care about your overwhelm. Go. I don't care about Forget your overwhelm. Go. I don't, I don't care, care about, about your mental stress. health. I don't care about your mental health. Get you better go, health. go, 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 go. Get people in the room. Listen. <laughs> You can also be in your listening season where you just have to silence out all of the people who trigger you mm. and listen mm. for the download that you are supposed to receive. Because I promise you, when you receive it, you download and you do the work. It's up from there. I can't wait to close. Are you done? Because I'm going to close out now. <laughs> oh, you got to close? All right, you guys. So we'll see you next week. We are out. Yes, peace. <laughs> Oh, was that?